Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Everybody. Welcome back to the My Third Sister podcast. Hello, hello. This is Elizabeth. I just figured while we have the intro in the front, if new listeners, maybe they don't know whose voice is whose because <laughs> we sound the same according to our husbands. So probably can't hear it on the recording, but I'm like, man, someone outside your building like really is honking a lot oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> for someone to come out. <laughs> oh, get out here. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Sorry, everybody. I don't know why there's lots of honking happening right now. Well, I have moved to, I used to record, well, I've recorded in multiple places in this apartment. I used to record in our bedroom sometimes, and then, like, but we recently shifted my desk into the office because I was on calls all the time, and so now I'm closer to the street. So, sorry, everyone. Hopefully, it won't be too loud for you there. But, um, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Um, I feel like we, I feel like we just don't talk as much anymore because we're not I know, right? pod every week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So this really is like a catch up for us. It is. But then I was thinking like, do I have anything interesting to share? And I'm like, no, because I literally haven't done anything except like work and sleep. See, and I watch feel like TV. this is what you got to do. Because <laughs> like when I have think of things that I would like to talk about on the podcast, then I write it down in my little notes. I say pod topics. Yeah. The problem is. <laughs> Shut up. God. <laughs> what is this? New York? You're going to scream at them out the window. <laughs> like, I don't know why they're honking. Like like that yeah i'm like whoever you're waiting for to get in the car they're clearly not ready i mean at least it's not the days there's like one day a week where like every gardener that like Mm. works on every single building and or house in our neighborhood seems to be going it's on thursdays and it's really Mm. annoying because it's just like that's that you know leaf blower thing like for hours at a time we get that like because we have our you know our little building uh and there's like a little front and back garden there's like some bushes Honestly, probably shouldn't take more than an hour. Oh, no. They have a team of, like, five guys that would do it for eight hours because mm-hmm. they're just – they get paid by the hour. So, it's, like, they just drag it out as long as they can uh, like, just cool. to, like, cut one shrubbery. <laughs> uh, and then in the, in the summers, they have uh, the gym next door because they have a lot of landscaping. And they have a guy that comes, like, after they're closed on, like, Saturday or Sunday afternoons. And he'll be there for hours and hours he also brings his dog and just lets the dog like run around it's funny um well i mean you've seen the neighborhood i live in like you know i live in an apartment but there's lots of like nicer houses kind of Mm -hmm. we're like one apartment complex and like like a real neighborhood (laughs) and all these people probably if they can afford a house in the neighborhood they can afford a gardener and they're not doing their own gardening unless they've been here since like the 50s you know what i mean yeah so we, we have like that everyone has one similar setup in that we're in the one apartment building in a neighborhood. Well, there's also a, a mirror image of our building across the street, but there's only a total of 24 apartments across two buildings. So it's not that many. Um, but, you know, in England, no one on a new newer development has a front yard. So that's not mm-hmm. a problem. It's all just the back. Yeah. The back garden, which is about, you know, a 12 by 12 of grass. So. I feel like you've got, like, the really nice neighborhood, and then it hits, like, our street, and it's, like, a row 
that's like apartments like down the rest of the road or like the riffraff yeah. of the neighborhood you know what i mean <laughs> um so whatever anyways back to what i was saying yeah. is i write down topics to talk yeah, about but that's what i'm saying is that i literally have had like zero brain energy <laughs> for the last two weeks so yeah, i had no fair. no even thoughts or topics that's fair okay, i've okay, come well, to I'll mind go, so I'll yeah go we'll go through your list topics <laughs> okay so here's my new obsession, and I'm sure everyone else is doing it, but I feel like I was late to the game. Because Tim's like, you don't know what this is? You haven't heard of this? And no, Wordle. Have you been playing Wordle? Um, I've played one game of it. That's it? Just because. Oh. But, um, I mean, I see it, people like posting about it and stuff. I think my thing is I don't go on Twitter. So, like, oh, I feel I like it's know. very popular to share on Twitter and that it's like that's where it, like, started oh. from. So I, I only know, I have, I've seen like two or three reshares of it on like Facebook or whatever, but people aren't, it's not a thing. If it's not reshared to Instagram, then I'm not going to see it. So that's where I'm at. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not on, doing I'm it. I'm not on the TikToks or I'm not. On, yeah. Well, that's how, otherwise, how else would you have found out about it? Unless there's people oh, that you know true. that are doing it that then share their like square results or whatever. But yeah, true. I did one and I got it. So I was like, whoop. Yep. <laughs> Um, I just like, you know, word puzzles and games, yeah. so I was like, ooh, that's I can why do I gave like it every try. day. That's why I gave it a try, because I was like, do you like a word puzzle? It was just like a little mini, um, you know, version of 8 out of 10 cats does countdown. We have been wa- that is back in season, so we've been watching that. So me and Jack are like, ooh, we gotta like get good at word games again. <laughs> yeah, so for anyone who hasn't played, and if you do like a word game, basically the premise is it's a, you get six tries to guess a five-letter word, and... You guess the word, and it tells you if a, if the letter is in yellow, the word, the letter is in the word, but not in the right location. If it's green, it's obviously in the right spot. Yeah. So then you have it's like really intense because you're like I don't know. At some point, you're like I don't know any words. Yeah. <laughs> That's, what, that's what the you thing. I was like, the, like the first one is the hardest because you're like I don't know any words anymore. I think I got lucky. It was like you know I guessed the first word and like two of the letters were correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yellow so then I was like okay so then I added I did a slightly different word and threw an s in there and then that one was like yellow so I was like okay now I have three letters and I have three more chances and I can like process of elimination figure out where they can and can't be and it's like what other word could have like two more letters in this situation of um, letters the answer yeah. was um ended up being sugar and I was like yes oh I did that one nailed it but there was one that was like the end result was null, so like K N O L L. That was a mm, hard one because I was like, I literally don't know any other words Double. with like K and N, like that aren't yeah. like knock. <laughs> I, like, I can't. Uh, yeah, it makes you feel. Uh, it was funny because I was listening to this other podcast talking about the whole SAT score thing, where they're getting some college are getting rid of it, and mm. or like it's becoming less important. And they were talking about how when they're they're like our age, they're probably actually more like your age. So a little bit younger, but how your whole worth was like assigned to like this number, this yep. SAT number. Totally. And they were talking about how, like, you know, it's so, you know, how it's racist and there's all these things that are wrong with it. And I don't even remember what I got on the SATs. I was like, well, clearly it was good enough. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. But, and how it's so stressful and everything. And they're like, yeah, it's great that it's going away because it's like not a good test, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. they're like, it's funny because... I used to assign my worth to the SATs, and now I assign my worth to whether or not I, saw, I, I can guess a five-letter word every day. <laughs> but anyways. That's funny. 
So that's yeah. made my fun little... You know, you think you do well. I mean, I was in the era, that weird period of time where the SATs was out of 2,400. So, you know, you think you do well, and then you have a friend that's like, oh, I got a, like, 2,250, and it's like, fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I can't comprehend that because I'm old, apparently, and so, like, 1,600 was the, you know... Yeah, yeah. It was always, like, it was one to think that you're, like, Zach Morris because there's that episode of Save the... Or he, like, gets, like, a perfect score or something. <laughs> and they're, like, what? Because... Yeah, impossible. That you know, was all about... That's funny. Whatever. I don't get I mean, it worked in my but... favor because the extra section was... They got rid of analogies, which I was, like, good riddance. And they brought in, like, a little one-page essay. And I was, like, oh, I can write a five-paragraph essay about anything. Um, so I excelled and it was, that one was scored. So that was my highest scored section, hmm. even though Impressive. I'm much better at math. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you know, I don't remember, I honestly don't remember what I got on the SATs at all, like on any of the sections. I don't know, probably in like the 650 to 750 range in every section, whatever. So it's like, that's plenty good. But no, all those te- inst- institutionalized testing like that is like trash. Yeah. All I remember is the first time I took it, um, I did very bad on the math, which is funny because I feel like I'm actually pretty good at math, but it's all about like, yes, this is a problem with standardized tests, not to go on a whole rant about standardized tests, but (laughs) it doesn't actually say if you're smart or not because it's all about like knowing how to take the test. And that's what I did. I took like a community college, like it wasn't even one of these fancy prep things. It was like cheap and just to teach you how to like, yeah, mom had me do one mom had me do one that was like on the weekends it was funny it was like me and uh, my one friend um one of my guy friends from high school ended up being in the class too so then on the break we would like go across the street and have wendy's for dinner so nice was so random and that one was like a lot about knowing how to write the essay because that was like a brand Mm, new section it was only the second year of it so everyone was like what but it's like what other test do you not instead of gaining points for correct answers you lose points yeah like, you start and then lose. Like, it just doesn't, like, explain it to my brain. It just doesn't make sense. It's really it, dumb. Yeah. Um, but, I I mean, with that said, I loved the ACT, but that's because I got a 35 out of 36. That. See, that well, wasn't, like, a test. <laughs> that was confusing when I came to California because, like, it's way more, I think, prevalent here to take the ACT than the SAT. Or you take both. Yeah. Because a lot of schools, like, accept it. But I feel like where we are, like, not all the schools, like, took the I don't know. Accepted the ACT? I don't... There were obviously other people taking it, like, when I took it. Like, I wasn't just the only person in the room. But I don't know... Like, I didn't know anyone that else that took it. It was just, like, randoms at Chantilly High School that were there taking it at the same time as me. It wasn't like none of my friends took it. Or actually, no, that's not true. Caroline took it. It's because we all applied to schools in, like, the South. Mm. And at the time, all the Southern schools were like, oh, we also take the ACT. And in theory, people were like, oh, the ACT is easier if you're not good at English. You know, it doesn't have all the, like, reading comprehension. Mm. And that that's my problem. I'm a, slow, I'm a slow reader. So it's like, mm. when they're like, what does the author mean? I'm like, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I don't um. know. What is this a metaphor for? Who cares? I don't know. But the ACT was like, here's a, you know, little graph. And it just very clearly has, like, the name of the graph, and it's, like, what the different points are. And it's, like, you know, read what is point A telling you, like, what's the value. And I'm, like, that's so easy. Like, in theory, if you're a 17, you know, year old high school student that's, like, in calculus and physics class, you should be able to look at, you know, a bar graph and figure out, like, oh, this one is representing, like, I don't know, the bushels of vegetables. So if the question is, like, how many bushels of potatoes... (laughs) 
are there. Um, you can, like, find it on the graph and look at the x-axis over there. They made a joke on the same pod where they were talking about, you know, the whole varsity blues thing where mm. one of them was like they were paying like a 35 year old guy to take this test like this guy was taking the test all the time and they're like oh my god he's so smart and so good she's like yeah it's a test for children and he's 35 and also he's taking it all the time all of the course time he's doing yeah. well on it but anyways not to go that was a whole oh, funny. tangent but anyways um a piece of pop culture news that i heard is that they're gonna make a new percy jackson yeah show i I don't remember what i did not write down what channel or when but i think it's disney plus oh i think you're right um and i literally just saw like i saw a little blip of that and i think it was aligned with disney plus and i don't know anything about it i don't know if it's a show a movie um i asked i mentioned it to jack and he was like percy what now and i was like what i was like aren't you're like a man like i was like if you never (laughs) like you don't know percy jackson i feel like you know not that you know only boys can read certain types of books but i feel like in uh traditional gender stereotypes of like the early 2000s when it was like oh i have a you know son or like the boys in my classroom like as a teacher or something you know what should book should i have them get into because they like to read and i want to get them reading and everyone's like percy jackson you know, I'm like, uh, okay, can boys only read books starring other boys? But whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, everyone, everyone's got to have a, you know, a, a gateway book, I guess. So sure. I was like, yeah. Well, anyways, I'm excited. But he never heard of it. I was shocked. I enjoyed the um, books, the Percy Jackson yeah, books. Same. I'm not a boy, but I did read them. Um, right. And I didn't really love the movies that they did. I think I only watched the first one, maybe the second one, but. I don't know if I ever I think I saw the second one, like, on TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched them on TV. I didn't, like, see them in theater. I mean, they're anything. fine. They're fine for what they are. It was... But I just feel like you could, it could be done better. They could have been done I'm better. Saying. Yeah, they, so. they weren't given, like, a fair shot, really, you know. It's kind of like Probably. Vampire Academy. I, yeah. I actually liked the movie on that one, but, I, you know, I think they could do re... You know, I think it, I think it could be done again, as we've talked mm-hmm. about before. But, so that was another news. And then... My other news is that I wanted to give some recommendations out to the to the listeners of some shows if they need new shows to watch that we may or may not be talking about this podcast. Probably not. That's why I'm naming them. So <laughs> thing number one, Station Eleven. It's on HBO okay. Max. What what is that? I was like, we had um Amazon Prime or like on our Kindle Fire Stick there was like a big banner thing. It was like Station Eleven. So then I just made a like Station Nineteen joke because I was like, Shonda, stop trying to get me watch to watch a show about <laughs> firefighters because it's not gonna happen. Not gonna <laughs> I don't happen. care how many cross. I don't care how many Grey's Anatomy crossover. I mean, I don't watch that either anymore. Yeah. But I don't care how many Grey's Anatomy crossovers you do. I'm not gonna watch Station 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's good. I know. But Whenever I just I was watching... like, oh, Station Eleven. I was like, what's that? Yeah, I see. We see so many because we watch The Bachelor and you know all that, and it's on ABC. So we see so many like grays and station whatever crossover event and this and i'm like god what is happening on the show anymore like i don't know <laughs> whatever yeah i'm not gonna go into grays and i kind of got brand. back into grays when i was living with mom from like 2016 to 2018 i got back in the habit of watching grays a little bit because i would get home from work because on thursdays i worked late till 9 30 at night at the gym and then i would like watch gray's anatomy while i was eating and then by the time i was done eating dinner how to Get Away with Murder will have would have already started, so then I could skip all the commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's the show um, I actually cared about. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before, but once Derek died, I was like, nope, I'm out. We're done with yeah. this. Audi 5000. I made it through till, yeah. Did Or Christina left after that? No, she left before or that. Or before, yeah. I kind of was Audi 5000 when Christina left, but I did eventually watch the season where Derek got killed off. Um, so anyways, yo, so Station, Station Eleven, um, is, I'm trying to think the best way to talk about it without spoiling anything. Basically, it's a, it's funny because it's a, I guess it's based on a book, which I'm kind of interested mm. in reading the book now. I think it might be even like a YA type book or something, but I'm not really sure about that. But it's a book, and the premise is there's a flu, there's a pandemic, and Great. funny enough, they Great. started filming this, like, right before COVID hit. Like, this wasn't even, like, a oh. <laughs> response to COVID. So there's a flu, which is uh, similar, obviously, to our COVID, but a lot more deadly. Like, it's, yeah. like, basically everyone dies. And so it's this kind of somewhat showing you... There's, like, multiple storylines going on, but it's kind of, like, 20 years past it. So they always are saying, like, you know, they kind of, like, base, like... Anything that happens are like, year 20, you know? So it's, like... Mm. Interesting. Um, so it's about this, like, Shakespearean acting troupe. Because there's, like, characters that you meet at the beginning, and then, and then there's just... I can't... It's, like, so hard to explain Do you want me to just read the, read the premise as sure. it is on Wikipedia? Sure. It says, 20 years after a flu pandemic resulted in the collapse of civilization, a group of survivors who make their living as traveling performers encounter a violent cult led by a man whose past is unknowingly linked to a member of the troop. Yeah, it's like... That's definitely a twist on a post-apocalyptic something. It's it's definitely different. It's kind of nice because, you know, I feel like a lot of these post-apocalyptic things that you watch, you know, the world has come to an end and you're in this, like, everything's like red and gray Mm -hmm. and just, like, depressing. It's kind of like, in this world... You've got these little towns that people live in. There's no money. There's no internet. It's just, you know, it's not, doesn't seem like the worst thing. It's like, mm. I think the people that were obviously alive pre-pandemic, like, obviously remember and probably miss it, but yeah. there's lots of kids born and whatever. They don't know. They don't know anything different. But it's also, there's, they also have a lot of characters that they tell the stories of from the past that kind of play into the future piece and then there's this yeah. like basically there's this comic graphic novel station 11 that's the name of it and it plays a part in the whole thing so it's i liked it so if people are maybe people are tired of you know pandemic related <laughs> content but it's kind of like a twist on it so it's not just yeah. like they that's do good. talk a little bit about the obviously the they do so show some stuff, so might be triggering, you know, but... Yeah. Um, I feel like I generally am not so into the post-apocalyptic trope, because it can be, like, quite repetitive, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, also, current events also are terrible, so I just want to watch Tina Fey, like, <laughs> yeah, make jokes fair. or something. But I feel like um, this, it sounds like a slightly different twist uh, yeah, I mean, it's still on it's things, not like, so the focus being a little different. It's not like light and funny, but it's just kind of no. interesting to see different things play out. You know what I mean? And yeah, it just sounds different. You know, it's like a classic, oh, the post apocalyptic, especially when you get into the YA genre. It's always sure. like, oh, there's like a girl who's like, yeah, gonna 
you know, fight the power or whatever. And it's just like, okay, I roll. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no like romance. You know, it's not like <laughs> girl meets guy and they have to save the world together. No, yeah, none of that. Many, yeah. How many versions um, of you know Book of Eli do we really need? That's <laughs> yeah. So that's just one recommendation. I don't know how you could find it ever else, but here in America, it's on HBO Max. Um, so that one I would give that's a good. recommendation for. I think like the first like episode two, you're like, do I like this show? But you kept like wanting <laughs> to watch it, so you're like, I guess so. I guess I yeah. liked it. It's only like it's not that many episodes. You know, it's a it's a shorter one. I think it's maybe like ten or something. Mm-hmm. Nine or ten. Um, okay, so then, so this is a show that you and I watched with Dad when we were home, Ghosts, but mm. I'm going to say we watched the British version, the which British is also version? an HBO Max. <laughs> yep. Um, I actually really like the American version, too. Like, I watched a little bit more of it when, after we got, we watched it with Dad, obviously, and then yeah. we had, like, Hulu with Live for, like, a month, and so I was able to watch it. Um... But we, Tim's like, I want to watch the, I want to check out the British version. So, so fun. So cute. Um, I think they both have, you know, things I like about them. The American and British one. I don't want to just be like, the American one sucks. And the British (laughs) one is the best. I mean, Um, I guess it's different when, I don't know how many episodes the British one is, but you know, there's always that struggle of, it's the same premise, but how do you stretch it for 22 sitcom episodes versus like 10 British show episodes, and then it won't be on again for, like, three years, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um, British one, I think, normally had six episodes, and then sometimes, I think the second and the third season had seven, because there was a Christmas <laughs> special. Yeah. Um, but, very fun, very fun, and it has um, the guy from Sex Education that plays the teacher, the, um, the band teacher, and the health, or the science teacher, uh, whatever yeah. his name is. Mm-hmm. Like, for the first, like, episode, I was like, who is this guy? I, like, cannot place his face because he looks, <laughs> he's, like, a guy, he's one of the ghosts. He's the arrow guy. Ah, uh, okay. So, but his hair's, like, different, and I was like, oh, my God, mm. it's gonna drive me crazy. Who is this guy? So, I immediately looked at him and I was like, oh, from sexual education. It's just that, I don't know about anyone else, but it's, like, that hit of serotonin you get when you figure out who someone is. Oh, yeah. Because, ugh, otherwise, it drive me crazy. That's why I like watching shows on Amazon, because, like, when you pause it and it has all the little thumbnails of, like, who the people are, and it's like, I knew it! (laughs) But sometimes it's like you know the person from multiple things, but there's, like, one thing that is driving you crazy that you, like, know them from. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, so I'd recommend that for American or British View. You know, if again, if you have HBO Max, you could watch watch the British one and American one. Compare. Contrast. Yeah, I bet. We, I'm sure we could watch. I think it's a BBC original show, so I'm sure. Yeah, it's I'm on sure you could watch it. Just I player here. Yeah. So it's a comedy. BBC. So if you guys need a comedy, there you go. There's one for you. Perfect. And then the only other one I was gonna say is that, um, and I was already talking to Sarah about this before we started recording, was if you well, it's on also on HBO Max. I feel like we're watching a lot of HBO Max shows, but <laughs> it's um, Peacemaker, which is uh, a spinoff from. Suicide Squad, the latest one, mm. but it's directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, funny, not like your normal DC stuff, which is dark and depressing. Yeah, true. Um, but it has John Cena, and it's very funny, so if anyone wants, you know, it's a superhero, but funny comedy. <laughs> um, and those are all my, I think it's all my pop culture and yeah, I feel like that's show a recommendations. Good list. 
Oh, also, big news. I finally got signed up with the LA Public Library for my Kindle. I had to... Apparently, my library card had expired. So I had to get a new card. How does the library card expired? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I had the one from Fairfax County Public Library for like 35 years and it didn't expire and whatever. But anyways, I, I put... A book on hold, The Love Hypothesis, because everyone's talking about that one. That's a good one. You should just buy it. It's like $5. It's really good. And then I... To the point where I I read it from the library, and I liked it so much that I just bought it. Because I wanted to be able to go back and read it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, And then I got Midnight Sun, which was, like, immediately available. (laughs) Because I refused to pay for, like, $50. Yeah, no. That one definitely don't buy. No. Absolutely like not. The, Definitely don't buy that. I had the first like half of it for free. Like, but now you can. <laughs> but now you can just go on, just search Sarah J. Mass, and just put all the books that you haven't read of hers yes. on the wait list. <laughs> and then Throne oh, of Glass. There's book. seven of them. I think you'll like that series the best, actually, and it's complete. Because I know okay. I've we're we've got a few series that we're you know <sighs> doing right know. now that are not complete, Sorry. but it's a complete seven book situation to the point where the last book is almost a thousand pages. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> it's like 900 pages. I don't know. I'm like, I gotta get back into like a reading habit. I'm doing bad. Because I like get the books. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna read. And then I just... But so that's why, that's why I think you like that one. One, because it's like a sense of accomplishment when you finish all seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like the first book isn't obviously that long. It's, you know, normal length. <laughs> um, so it's like easy to finish. Easy to finish. I also need to read... So I think I mentioned before, I have a friend... Who wrote? Who self-published a book on Amazon? Cool. Um, and he says it's kind of like he he wasn't like telling anybody what it was because he's like it's gonna get me canceled. <laughs> like because it's like <laughs> ma- it's kind of like male smut. You know what I mean? That's kind of how mm. he described it. But then he's he's been getting some reviews and people are reading it. So oh, cool. Like, I was yeah, like, oh, I'm you gotta read it. Now. What is it? Not very long. Well, I'll read it and then I'll if okay. I if I feel like it's. And I'll hit it to you on your bookstagram if I feel yeah. like it's worth a read. But um, I'm working on my February TBR that I will not stay. And I to. think it's he said it's pretty <laughs> short, so I need to read that. I actually probably need to read that first, so I because I feel like he's always like sending stuff, and I'm always like, yeah, I'll read it, and then it like takes me forever <laughs> to read it. And I'm like, it's not that I don't want to read it. It's just yeah, yeah. like you know, life. But no, I've got my yeah. I was like working on my February TBR because there's like. I mean, there's a lot of books that come out every month, but obviously there's a huge Sarah J. Mass book coming out February 15th. So I was like, that's the only book that matters. And that one, I think, is 880-something pages. So that's going to be a big a big. Which one, one is that? That's not any of the ones uh, I've read, is it? No, it's the, thought... it's the second book in the Crescent City series, <sighs> which I think is actually her best writing plot-wise. Like... Because, obviously, up to that point, she'd then written a bunch of books already. Like, you know. So, you can, you can tell when you read an author's, like, full catalog where you're like, yeah, like, they're good. But, like, actually, this one has, like, a really complicated plot. But, like, in a good way where it's, like, the whole, you know, of course, it's all similar to her other stuff. But, like, the world building and the plot setup, you have to, like, really focus for the first, like, 100 pages. Because it's like, what? <laughs> but it's really good. Um before we get into our main topic, I was thinking, should I give, should I as a 30, mid-30s, we're not going to say upper 30s, mid-30s <laughs> person, every time we talk, give you an update on the TikTok 
The latest TikTok yeah. trends. Sure, what's the latest TikTok trends? Oh, the latest uh, that I'm not whatever. aware of. Uh, the only ones I watch, the only ones I see are the ones that make it to Instagram or that yep. you text me or sometimes Stephanie texts me them too. Um, I think the latest one is the uh, what's it called? Like the drop or whatever. So it's like everyone freezes and they do like a you know squat down low drop. Drop okay. Oh, and there was that meme, yeah. the comedian guy where I do love his. He's like, like it's always like millennials knees. where he's like doing it, and it's like the Gen Z, and it's like it's not for you. And he's like, "What are you talking about? I could definitely do it." And then he's like, "No, my knees." I know. I just saw one like someone <laughs> yesterday. I think when I watched it, and she was like, "Millennials who said they can do every." every like thing and she's like getting in the position to like do the drop and then she turns and like bends over like normally she's like it's not worth it (laughs) it's not worth it for your knees but yeah Yeah. we used to you know we remember well we were we were doing the drop when it's like you know getting low yeah during the get low like yeah you can't do it that's the only one i can think of but also there was a song that kept making the rounds and i was like god why didn't this song is driving me crazy and I had to like look it up because it was one of those things where it's like I can't I, I can't yeah. keep hearing this on TikTok and it's from the kissing <laughs> booth. It was like one of these songs from like uh, when they're doing like the montage when the first um the two main characters are first like mm, secretly hooking up or dang, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, thank God. That was gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> but that's my TikTok check in. That's the only that's the only new trend I can think of. Um only new trend, the drop. Uh, well, well like with too. every dance drop, I mean, how many dance crazes have we gone through in our lifetimes? There was the Bernie, the one where everyone was like frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then with these uh, stuff, and then, I, I don't remember that one's called. That one was like coming no back kinds. for a minute. I was, and I was like, no, let's not yeah, do that. Let's not do that. Um, I mean, even to the point, you know that it's like gone too far when like Olympians are doing it at the Olympics. Yeah. Because NBC yeah. is like making them do it. <laughs> um, it's too far. Too far, yeah. I mean, I'd say the only other trend is very lots of Encanto content right now. So you know, mm, yes, if you're into I can see Encanto. That. I can see that. Well, speaking Go. of Encanto, we did watch it, and it's oh, cute. It's so cute. But um, it was funny because yes, no, Friday, so two days ago, um, you know, sometimes our downstairs neighbors just randomly at like two in the afternoon just start like blasting really crap sure. music. I'm like, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you're gonna play loud music. At least play, just play like something good, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, any anything. But they just play like weird, like trap music in the middle of the day, <sighs> like heavy bass. No, like I don't, you know, I like rap, but it's just like I don't know British rap, and it's just like what? It's just not good. Like the lyricism of it is You're bad. Like, Could you play some nineties, nineties? Yeah, hip-hop? like nineties or like I don't know, even like some Kendrick Lamar or someone who knows how to write like decent words string some decent words together like you know you should write a note and be like put it on their door and be like um here are some suggestions for music if that you're gonna that you could blast that i would enjoy yeah, yeah exactly um but it literally it was like dead silence and all of a sudden it was we don't talk about brune i literally listened to that like three times this morning to and from the grocery store it's such a catchy song like you cannot get a, it it just gets it in was your head. just so funny to me because i was like you know normally they're down there playing like weird trap music at one in the afternoon but it's like nope they're gonna play the song from Encanto and that was it the song ended and then there was no more sound look sometimes you just need to hear we don't talk about Bruno <laughs> which is by far the best song I think and then yeah I, really I mean like- that's the one that I keep hearing everyone uh blasting and I, I mean I think they might 
um, have shared custody of a child. So, like, sometimes there's a child down there. So, which I'm like, okay, I could understand. I was like, oh, maybe they're watching the movie or whatever. But I'm like, no, I think it was just the one song. Just the one song. Just... I saw this one TikTok where it was, like, a mom driving in the girl. You couldn't see the girl's face, but, like, in the car seat, she's like, Mom, can you play Encanto? And she's like, you want to hear Encanto? She's like, which song? She's like, she's like, Bruno, no. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cute. But that I also like the song by the older sister who, you know, obviously, like, relate to that older sister. Mm. Older sister vibes. But anyways. I mean, um, my favorite character, personally, my favorite character in Encanto was the little nephew. He oh, my God. So he was so cute. cute. Oh, I, I couldn't handle character. it. Jack he and I so just cute. kept having to pause it, and we were like, he's so cute. I know. I was the same. I was like, oh my god, he's so adorable. I can't Because I was like, no, his it. power is animals? Oh no! I was like, I, I can't know. handle it. He's so cute. So cute. And I think at one point I said, maybe the problem is that the whale's a bitch or something. And yeah. I just laughed like, I was like, I was like, had to pause it because he was laughing so hard. We definitely paused it because I was like, yo, Abuela, or Abuela is, I, I was like, yeah, she's a stone cold bitch. She really is. <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, uh, we'll get into our main topic here, but I didn't tell you, but I'm taking some Spanish classes. Ooh. At the local community college, I've done two classes, so there's every Saturday in the morning. Ooh, it's the beginner cool. one because I just, you know, they would, yeah, they yeah, had a yeah, beginner one, but I was like, God, I'm so, like, no. rusty, rusty. I need. I'm like, God, some of the things I do not remember. But I feel like for me, I feel like for me, I always was good enough in Spanish class to get a decent grade, but I feel like I'm more confident like reading and writing. Yeah. And it's always like the speaking and the conversationalism. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like this has been good because the way she's teaching, I think is definitely teaching, like just trying to teach you like the rules and like kind of just like memorize the rules and then you you can... But, um, yeah, it's funny because she'll have different words for things, um, but I would just default to, like, whatever we learned mm. in, like, high school. So sure. she had one, it was her saying, like, I'm sorry, I don't understand, and I always learned it as lo siento. Yeah, you lo know, siento. As, and she had, like, uh, she had, like, what did she have? Some other thing. And I was like, I was like, can I say lo siento? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's, like, many words for her. I'm sorry. Great, because I don't. <laughs> Yeah, definitely no. Yeah, I, I couldn't do Spanish. needs work. I could not take Spanish classes here. It'd have to be like online because otherwise it would be like. Oh, you'd have not, to the. Yeah, it would be not what we, we learned. Learn at all. I'd be like, what? We're Spanish. using vosotros? What's happening? Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It was funny because people were asking about like, what about here and here? And the teacher who's from Peru, but you know, we live mm-hmm. in America, so it's going to be mostly, you know, you're like your. You're, Mexican, you know, Style. South American, yeah. Central America. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just let's just focus on that. We don't need to know like every Yeah, for real, for real. I was like, just the verb conjugate just focus on the boot of the verb conjugations. You don't need the other ones are import like they're not importante. <laughs> yeah. But there's just one girl in class that's really annoying and I'm like, God, can you just like shut up? Like she feels like she needs to ask what every word means. And someone's teacher is just using an example. She's like, What does this mean? And she feels like because she lives in Southern California and, like, a lot of people speak Spanish here or, like, half speak Spanish. And there's a lot of Spanish words. She's like, oh, well, I know what that is and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and then it's like, what about. Cool, thumbs up. She was explaining, like, un and una yesterday. And she's like, well, what about yeah. uno? I don't understand. I'm like, well, that's not that, that's not the same. That's uno different. is a different thing. Uno is a, le- yeah, it's uno a, is number. a number. <laughs> Anyways, it was nice. Maybe you she... should be an intermediate. <laughs> 
No, I definitely shouldn't this, because I was yeah. having trouble with like letters and I was like, some of these letters I do not remember. Like the <laughs> like that this is how they're pronounced. But, but that's cool. Everyone anyway, thinks so. of like doing something like that, but I just never get around to it or like never follow through. You know, COVID. But maybe now things are opening back up a bit. I mean, I just figured so. it was an opportunity where they were doing it on Zoom. It wasn't like mm, in a classroom. Cool. It's like eight Saturdays. What else nice. am I doing on Saturday morning at eight AM? I'm not doing anything else. So anyways, it's been interesting. Fun. I need to like post at the apartment with like words, you know. <laughs> People don't know how to study. She sent around materials and one of them was like a picture and she said we'd be going over it. So I literally Googled like every word. She had like a list yeah. of words in the picture. So I can some of them sure. I knew, like bicicleta, like obviously mm-hmm. I know it's bicycle, but some of them like I don't know what this word is. Yeah. So I wrote them and people are like I'm like, God, it's not that hard. It took me like 15 minutes to do some homework. <laughs> right? That's the hard thing is like, for me, is like in high school, just learning all the vocab was hard. Yeah. But it's like, if you just go section, you know, chapter by chapter, you know, you pick it up eventually. Some of it has stuck, you know, as you said, just some, not so much. Yeah. It's mostly like um, the talking part. Like once we get to actually like having to string sentences together, that's where I'm Ooh. going to mess up. You know how many times in uh, tests I used, you know, hugar lacrosse as like the framework of my sentence because like yeah to play and then you just trans you just conjugate the verb in the different tenses i'm going to play lacrosse a la playa on the beach i think my hardest (laughs) you just gotta remember you just remember the certain segments like if you have to write on every test you're gonna have to write five sentences so just remember five verbs and you can make a sentence you're good to go i honestly think my hardest part of spanish was always remembering the verbs like i i the Mm. nouns are pretty like whatever uh, feminine, masculine, whatever. I was always okay at that, but it's like remembering what all the verbs are like. All the verbs, and then the different when you get like. I mean, I, I don't know if you had to take it in college, but I had to take Spanish in college, no. and I was like, I'm a political science major. What? <laughs> like, uh, this is terrible. It was hard. I a lot of people at University of Texas take it at the local community college in the summer, and then just transfer the credits. And I'm like, that's what I should have done, because um, it was hard. And it was the first class I took was okay, and it was only. Um, three days a week, but then they changed it. So you had to take it every single day and it became a six hour class. So for the final two semesters. So I did four semesters of Spanish at University of Texas and it's like, I should be better, but you you should be a pro. You should be like, I think the problem was a long time ago. Yeah. Then I moved to England where no one (laughs) speaks Spanish I think it's a problem. Ultimately it's going to be the problem is that, okay, I learn it, but like, I just have no one to practice speaking it with. That's, sure. that's ultimately the problem. You have to be able to speak it. So I really need COVID to end so I can go to Mexico and practice is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> but they also had Italian classes, which I was thinking about doing mm. because, you know, we've been talking about going to Italy. But, you know, that's yeah. a whole other thing. We might need to do a crash course in Italian. But yeah, we've been talking so long. Duolingo. Duolingo, yeah. <laughs> Some guy was taking the class. He's like, yeah, I've done Duolingo Spanish, clearly. <laughs> Wasn't doing well. But, okay, so we've talked – We've been see. This is what happens when we don't talk. We have so much to catch up on sister chat. It's true. It's true. Um, it's all right. I hope everyone that's else. That's why we're. Doing re- great. That's why we're really here. <laughs> yeah. True. The topic. The main topic is just superfluous. It's- yeah. Hope everyone else is you know doing doing well. Those that are listening. Um. Hopefully your life is more exciting than just work, which is I feel like all my life is. Um. Same. But. But let's get into. We've been talking a lot about HBO Max, and we're going to talk about another HBO Max show right now, called Sex Lives of College Girls. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. Uh, yeah, it's the latest 
like Mindy Kaling outing. Yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah. Like I, this, this show had been out for like a minute, and I was like, ah, I don't know why I was like dragging my feet to watch it. I really had no reason. Just yeah, I feel like I just didn't even see that much about it. Everything I did see was always like really positive and yeah, was like this same. show's so good. I just never got around to it. I was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can, It came like... out at a, you know, it came out early December. That's a busy time. It's a busy time. And I also feel like, honestly, a lot happening. watching the show, I don't know if it necessarily hooked me in, like, the first episode. I feel like it took mm. me, because I feel like, we'll get into it. was for, like, the, the third. Yeah, I, I feel like the first episode or two was more like we had to get introduced to the characters and kind of yeah. understand. And so it was a little, it was a little slow. But once it got, I yeah, agree. probably, like, episode three or so. It was like, all right, I'm in. Same, same. I binged it, like, in two days, so. Yeah, because I um, told Jack, I was like, okay, there's a show that I were watching for the podcast. I was like, it's supposed, you know, it's created by Minnie Kaling. It's supposed to be really good. I was like, you know, it is like a college age bracket show. I was like, but it's not high school. It's college. Yeah, it's college. (laughs) Um, And so I was like, you know, I think it could be one that we both watch and enjoy, but I don't know. We'll give it a few episodes. He's always willing to give things, like, a few episodes anyway. But yeah, I mean, the first episode, we were like, eh, that's good enough. And so we ended up watching two, it, like, back-to-back, I think, the first night. And then the second night, I mean, he was like, oh, let's watch it. <laughs> I was like, oh, like okay. oh, okay. I was like, I wasn't sure if you would want to carry on watching it with me, but we also only have one TV, so you kind of don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell him this is the clearly the uh, American college experience? Mm. Like, this is what your college was like, right? That's how, this yeah. is how my college I, was like. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, for sure. University of Texas is definitely the same as like a Vermont Ivy League (laughs) college experience. Totally the same. Yeah, totally the same. (laughs) I mean, it did lead to a lot of we would pause it and like talk about, um, you know, my college experience versus like his college experience or whatever. So it's good for good for conversation. Okay. But, um, you know, there's always something interesting. It, sure. We always talk about, like, the different classes that I had to take. And he's like, I don't know. I just took physics. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, and I was like, well, because I was like, oh, it's like, I was like, your freshman year, you're supposed to just take bird courses. And he was like, a course about birds? And I was like, no. I've never heard that term, bird courses. Like, you know, it's like, oh, like, you know, math 101, it's a bird course. Like, oh, it's I've easy. Heard, I've never heard that before. What? Mm-mm. That's, like, such a common phrase. Like, it's so old-timey, but it's, like, so common. Wow. I don't know. I just went to a very... Who even um, are the people I have around me right now? <laughs> but he know. just thought I meant, like, a course about birds. And I was like, no, no. That was... I was I like, no, taken... that was the... Di- I was like, that was the dinosaur class. That was... <laughs> True. Um, yeah. So, I figured maybe we would just, like talk like character by character like the four main characters maybe they would just do a little rundown on each um and i just put them in the order i wrote down their names i actually learned their names oh whoa i'm impressed i learned there's only four of them i feel like i could learn it i don't know any (laughs) of the side character names none of the side characters fair enough fair enough but yeah that's not true though i actually i feel like i know her well let's talk about the first character okay first character we meet kimberly finkel Yep. She's the only one I know the full name of. I don't know the full name of all of them. <laughs> just, but she says her name like a million times. A bunch of times. Like. True. Um, and by the way, I feel like they got really good people to play like the parents in this show too. Like every mm-hmm. parent mm-hmm. Par- group they had was great. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Kimberly Finkel comes from small town Arizona, apparently. Very, I think, sheltered. Lives in a... But, but on the other hand, wants to, like, I think, 
learn about new things, but also is so awkward. <laughs> yeah, she's just so awkward. There was definitely, it was all, you know, the you know how I talk about Jack and I, it's like when things are too cringe, we like can't handle it. Her character was definitely the one that had like the most cringe oh moments. And I was like, I can't, I can't take it. I can't. <laughs> so when we meet her, she comes, she has a boyfriend. She, you know, she has to get it. She is on scholarship. She has to get a job. So she gets a job at a local coffee shop who actually did, Learn her her coworkers' names are Kanan and Lila. I think are the yep. two names, which are great them. characters. Love so their fun. characters. And she comes in and she's this like, oh, and also for anyone that watches Happy has watched Happy Endings, her boss is Derek from Happy Endings, <laughs> who I loved. But so, um, they are kind of. She comes in. And she's like, oh my gosh, we should do this, and it's gonna be great working here. And she's very like a go getter. She has this plan for her life. She's gonna become like a politician or something and you know whatever and then mm-hmm. her co-workers she like goes up to Kanan who's a black guy and starts saying like she's oh like, my god I've never even like met a black person before but I'm very excited to like befriend more people here or whatever and then so she he tells her this whole story about like came from the streets and his mom doing crack and like like, and she just I, immediately believes him at yeah, face value. Like, it's him. so rough. <laughs> and uh, she's like, but Lila has it so much worse. And he, like, tells this whole story about, like, Lila be, having a baby and a person, and a baby daddy in jail. And anyways, it's just a funny, like, relationship between the three. And I feel like it grows as the... Yeah, I feel like it grows because they're just like, oh, who's this annoying girl? But then the scene where, um, like, some, you know, douche dude in a letterman jacket like yeah, throws a piece of trash good. on the ground right in front of Kanan's feet as he's like sweeping and Kimberly like she just goes off because she was already like having a terrible time yes. and so she just like loses her shit but like in a good way um at the guy and like just totally berates him and calls him out for it and so I feel like after that then the two co-workers were like okay like you're cool and yeah. then they were like a lot nicer to her because i mean when you think about it they're probably more like at least sophomores or like upper if not yeah. upperclassmen and she's just like a little 18 year old freshman doesn't know anything so it's a very a very different fish out of water situation because she's like not necessarily from the ivy league crowd which obviously the school is supposed to be you know yeah and a, i think um, was, a pseudo ivy league i think what was uh, interesting about her character is like she is definitely smart but i think she it's kind of that privilege thing, but, like, in a different way. Like, her family yeah. isn't as rich as a lot of the people, so she clearly went to, like, a public school, didn't go to a private mm-hmm. school. So she comes, and she's like, French is my best, in her mind, she's like, French is my best subject, and I'm going to do great, and I'm, you know, I was, like, this, I was the smartest kid in my class or whatever. Like, yeah. I was valedictorian. She comes, and it's really hard. Like, college yeah, is really that, hard for her. Right. Well, and now you're at a her roommate. School, a whole, you're at a whole school of valedictorians that went to these like private prep schools and probably have parents that are, you know, crazy, pushing them to I don't know be senators or something. But <laughs> even her like roommates who I don't know if they were all like valedictorians, but they all probably went to like a mm-hmm. more you know intense school, high school. It seems yeah. like so. She's like, oh, do you guys find it hard? And they're like, no, it's really easy. No. And she's like, oh, cool, me too, me too. And <laughs> I will say, that's that's the scene, I think, where um, during that time, because she was, like, struggling with that class, 
And I was like, I mean, that's kind of how I was for my first year at college. I was telling Jack, I was like, because I was like, a lot of the classes were like repeating information that I had already learned in high school. I was like, but it's because like, you know, I took AP government and I was a government major, but my credits didn't transfer for the test from the test because I didn't have the like Texas history component ah. eye roll because I had the Virginia history component. Um so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just take Government 101 anyway and get an easy A. I was like, because it's a bird course. And then that's when he was like, what is a bird mm-hmm. course? Yeah, I feel like, um, I don't feel like, because we had a, you know, I'd say we we're privileged and we had a very mm. intense high school experience. Very. And so I feel like I actually didn't have to work that hard in college until maybe like senior year. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, okay. yeah, my, my, the hardest class I ever took was definitely senior year. Um, but it was my last semester and it was the only class I wasn't taking pass fail because it was the only one that wasn't an elective. <laughs> well, I like forgot how to study, you know, like because in high school yeah. we study all the time and then yeah. I didn't have to study that much. And then by senior year, I was like, oh, I have to study again. I forgot how to do it. But anyways, yeah. so Kimberly, you know, she's well, OK, she has this boyfriend who she's dating in the first Ugh. episode. He's the worst. He's the literal yeah, worst. He's the literal worst. He's like going to Princeton or whatever. He, like, surprises her and comes and visits her. And then At first like, I thought he was going to be gay. I was like, he's gay, clearly, right? Yeah, like, that's kind of what I thought, too. I was so confused by the turn of events that happened. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. And basically it's like he, you know, they spend the day together whatever. They end up, like, having, oh, well, so their dorm room. So it's, like, the four of them in the dorm. There's two rooms. And then there's, like, a shared that type common of area. That which is fun. fun. I'm like, that's the type of dorm that I think most people that at like JMU had. So like a lot of my friends had that as their dorm set. Some people had that at state, but I did not. Yeah. No, I I mean I was just in a classic like two people in a yep. room. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh connected to a hallway. I mean we were lucky we had a bathroom connected that we shared with another two girls and we just shared the bathroom, but we didn't have like a shared space amongst yep. the four of us. We just hung out in our rooms, you know, classic. Um but anyway, so then they end up spending the night uh, on the like a, the apparently pull out couch in the shared common room area sure and then they have sex and then the next for the morning first time break, by the way for the first time ever and then the next morning he breaks up with her because he's a douche he basically just wanted to get the having sex part over with so he could room free at college and not feel yep. you know lame or whatever not yeah. that you're lame Gross. don't that's not me no. saying you're lame he's lame for yeah, he's doing lame. that yes, he's exactly. lame for doing that exactly so then they're all like, get the hell out of here, blah, blah, blah. So, like, yeah. she's – and I think that was when she goes off on the guy in the store because, mm-hmm. like, that had happened earlier. But anyway, so that opens the door. Good. Yeah. She got rid of him. He's terrible. But that opens the door for her to have a little fling with one of our other characters, hot older brother. <laughs> Nico is his name. Yeah. Nico, also known as uh, Nicholas Scratch from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> No, see, I don't know. I haven't made it that yeah. far. He's, he's in Sabrina. Let's character see. to me, but um, yeah, he's hot. And so Nick or Nico, you know, close enough. <laughs> so somehow, oh, like they all think he's so hot, and um, but like, so he's really good at French, and so she needs help in her French class. So she's like, "Can you tutor me?" And there's this whole scene where I guess he learned French by watching. He had a French nanny or something, and he they watch Golden Girls in French. So she's gonna bring him a cheesecake because the whole thing with girl girls eat cheesecake mm-hmm. i literally wrote because she so she shows up with this cheesecake he's not there he forgot 
And so she leaves and she throws away the cheesecake. And I was like, yes! why would you throw that away? <laughs> Literally, when she goes back and gets it, and I was Literally like, correct. Only notes. I was like, excuse me, you just threw away an entire cheesecake. Cheesecake? Like, unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, I was very confused by that. I'm like, excuse me. And then later she's like, do you want to eat cheesecake and watch TV with me? And she's like, yeah, sounds great. But anyways. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, when Kim Kimberly's mom is, like, dropping her off, she's like, don't change or whatever. You don't need to make friends with all these rich people. I was like, why would you not make friends with rich people? They can take you places. Yeah. They can, like, open doors. And also, you have to be here for the next four years. So, like, make friends with them. <laughs> and also, they'll take you on fun trips, like... My boss's son gets to go on fun trips all the time with his rich friends. He's not rich. I mean, he's not, like, poor or anything, but he's not, like, yeah. as rich as some of these other L.A. people. And he gets to go on bomb-ass trips all the time with freaking Fiji and stuff like that. Jeez. I'm like, I never get to do that. I'm like, make friends with rich people. But anyway, so she starts this whole thing with Nico. Um, turns out Nico has a girlfriend. Yeah. Tur- so. shock- shockingly, turns out that the frat boy... Is he's actually not... terrible. Yeah, he's he's not. It's like he has his ups and downs. It's not yeah, great. he does. You know, they're trying to. They're definitely trying to weave the the story, like weave the web of like where he wants to be a good guy, yeah. but like, oh, he's like in the college frat yeah. society where he like is still making dumb choices. Um, so you know, it's yeah, he makes he f's up quite a quite a bit. And I'm glad that we'll talk about it, but Leighton, his sister, calls him out and mm-hmm. whatever. But, so, long story short, she gets in this thing with Nico. She's like, you know, it's all consuming. She yeah, comes, she like, let, she like stops going to class. Yeah, she stops going to class, lets her grades slip, and then, of course, finds out that he has a girlfriend. And I'm glad that she, like, calls him out on it, too, and, yeah. like, basically is just, like, get out, yeah. like, get away from me. And then the two roommates that are there at the time also like immediately stick up for her and stuff yeah and and, like yeah it's good it's good so but then she she makes the poor decision um because as you do in frat Mm. all these frats have all these like practice tests or you know real tests or whatever so she takes one because nico had offered to her at some other episodes so she takes it for this econ class and i think (laughs) i like when she's talking to kanan and she's like i got a test and he's like He's like, this is a terrible idea, by the way. Yeah. And also, He's you're like, not you good. You can't, like, <laughs> you can't pull off this plan. She's like, oh, no, I can pull it off. And then, like, her plan is to continuously go to the bathroom during the test because she has a UTI. Or so she has, she does have one at some point. I don't know if she does during the test, but she just is like, I have a UTI. I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, yeah. So her plan for cheating was to, instead of just memorize yeah. the test, was to, like, hide it in a secondary location and just constantly be going back to refer to it. But yeah. I'm like, also, Kim, I was like, Kimberly, you've been doing poorly in this class. You can't just immediately get, like, a 100 on this test. You just gotta, like, shoot for, like, a 75. Yeah, like, right? Just like, <laughs> it's like... Co- it's college. You'll still pass. Yeah. No matter what they say, you'll still pass. It's better than getting caught cheating. Um, yeah, for real. So she gets caught because she's not good at plans. And she's yeah. not one to scheme. And so she has to go to the disciplinary committee, and she pleads her case, and then she turns over some tests, um, which yep. they, when they go to that anything but clothes party, that ABC party, I'm like, this <laughs> is, these outfits are far more elaborate than any outfits that were warranted oh, yeah. that type of party I at think our college. Every, I mean, the caution tape one the is caution tape very one much was, a classic. Yeah, yeah. 
Definitely a classic. I liked uh, Kimberly's, like, huge gift bag idea. Yeah, that I don't was know how cute. she did that, though. I don't know. Um, but then I think, well, you know, I'm like, oh, these are kids uh, in college in the era of Amazon, so they can just get everything delivered. Because I was like, when we were in college, you don't have a car. There's, like, one half of a store that you have access to. You can't get all these supplies. It's like, like duct tape was a popular one, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah the duct tape, tape was um, whatever. Caution tape is popular. Another one, at least at University of Texas, was everyone always had a flag of some kind. Ah, uh, So you would just take a flag and wear it like a dress. I feel like dress. maybe like beer, um, taking beer, like box. beer boxes, you know? I did that for Halloween It's been once, a long so. time. I can't, I can't really remember. Um, but yeah, I was like, these are fancy costumes. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, so that's Kimberly. But I, oh yeah, so she, she turns over these tests, um, to try to like save herself. And so she doesn't get expelled, thank goodness, but she might as well have been because she lost her scholarship. So she gets put on like probation and they take away her scholarship. And then she says that she's like, now I need 23 grand a semester. And I was like, oh, girl, just no. (laughs) My college loans? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's too much. That's too much. So that's Kimberly. Um, Kimberly's in a little bit of a situation. Yeah, you know. So that we'll was the see. cliffhanger that we were left with yeah. for Kimberly. So let's move on to um Bella, 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 who I feel like Mindy Kaling wrote this character. I'm like, is this you in college? It's, it's literally her. Yeah, I would assume it's like <laughs> like is this your college experience? I mean, I feel to like a point, on maybe Mindy's books that I've read. I don't know if she was maybe like as you know. I don't want to say promiscuous because it's not promiscuous, but I don't know if she was like going around. Like, yeah, Bella's like, yes, I want to. Have... She's like, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting busy, getting laid. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bella, Bella's like, I'm here for two things: to be in this comedy writing club yep. and to get laid. That's totally. that's her, that's her college goals for college experience. I did write one when her parents are dropping her off. She was talking about how she's going under like a metamorphosis or whatever. She's like, it's like the Ben Affleck. <laughs> phoenix tattoo she's like describing it and how that's like a good thing i was like no that's not a good thing bella we're (laughs) it's not a good thing but um um so she yeah so like you said her whole deal is like she wants to be a comedy writer she tells her parents she's gonna be like a doctor or something and yeah so she's like i just signed up with whatever had 101 in it or whatever Mm -hmm. like class wise and so there's this whole you know your typical like harvard's like i feel like there's all these like college private clubs comedy thing where all like the snl writers always come out of societies that's true so yeah jack was like is this normal i was like no only at the ivy Ivy only at the ivies (laughs) and so the whole thing is the ongoing story is like her trying to get into this and like all these people apply and it gets cut down and she makes the first cut but then she also like the way some of her choices i'm like bella like yeah, well, because it's, like, it's, it's, it's insinuated to her early on that they're, like, well, we already have two girls, so, yeah. like, we're probably not going to accept any more girls. Yeah. Yeah. So then someone gives her advice, because there's, like, a party, and they're, like, oh, go to the party and try to, like, befriend them, like, so they like you and and uh, they'll let you in. So she took that to mean <laughs> to give <laughs> hand jobs to, like, to everyone, to everyone <laughs> on the writing staff. <laughs> but she's excited about it. She was, like... She's like, I came here to, like, she's like, I came here with, like, no sexual experience. I just, like, gave six hand jobs. So she, I mean, it wasn't, like, she did it willingly. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That that piece she did willingly. So, anyway, she makes, like, the first cut. But, of course, she uh, 
there's like a whole skirmish with one of the girl writers on mm-hmm. the paper because one of the guys she gave a hand job to, I guess, was a dating date. Right. But luckily, she eventually comes around because she yeah, realizes, yeah. like, actually, like, you didn't know. It's not your fault. And also, He's yeah, a troll. It's the guy's fault. But okay, so there's all the, you know, there's all this thing she's trying to befriend everyone on this paper and. Um, then there's a one guy, one of the writers, and there's, like, several inappropriate things that happened mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. Um, he was a creep. Yeah, he was a real creep. Was very, very And she's gross. like, eh, okay. And it's the typical thing where you're like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, ignore it. I'm gonna write it off. Yeah. So then she finally gets tapped to be part of the, part of the thing. She's like, oh my god, amazing. And this other girl also gets tapped, and they are writing a story together, and the other girl admits that the creep guy, like... Yeah. Did something to her, and Bella, you know, it's like she doesn't say anything, and then she feels bad, and so ultimately they decide they're gonna go yeah, report it to the Title Nine office. Yep. Yeah, and then so then she also tells like her friend at the Catalan, the one girl, and then like the other like head editor or whatever yeah. about it. She's like, I don't know if I want to do the Title Nine thing, like, but I want to tell you guys, and and then. Eventually, they, like, kick the creep out. But then, of course, people are like, well, we're just taking her word over his Well, word. yeah, because, well, what first happens is, so she's yeah. in this, she, like, goes to tell the people at the Catullin, and it's like, the girl is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Like, you've done the right thing. Like, you know, what can we yeah. do support you? And, of course, the guy who's the co-editor immediately has, like, you know, the standard male reaction of, like, what like that's not possible like i know him he wouldn't do things and like this like, and like and, best friends and he like so. yeah and he like storms out in a huff being like i don't believe i don't believe this yeah like and storms out but it's good because i feel like he does come mm-hmm. back and he's like i'm sorry like that was the way wrong way to react like we're yep. gonna take care of this so then he reverses his position which is good mm-hmm. like yes to, to anyone listening out there you can always you can Ideally, you have the right response, but if you have the wrong response, if you come back and say... You can always come you back. Can, you can turn around. You can change it. You, you can like, tur- turn it around. I was wrong. Let's try that again. So, yeah, then they fire him, or they have a big thing where they're like, you're out, like... Yep. And then all the people on the paper start to, like, revolt because... Like, yeah, well, there's like this... three. There's like three guys or whatever, yeah. where it's like we're just taking this one girl's word over his, and they're like, but she's not the, like you know she's not the only one. But then like Bella is in the room while this is happening. Yeah, and so finally she just stands up for herself and is just like, you know, I came here like, you know, I wanted to be a part of this club. She's like, this is fucking bullshit. She's like, why would I want to be part of this like pathetic, you know, mm-hmm. gross creep situation? Like it's terrible. She's like, I'm leaving. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, great. Yeah, it was good. Her her exit speech was very good. Yes, and then, um, so, you know, she's down, but she ends up going to the Anything But Clothes party, but who shows up is the, the actual two girl writers from the Catalan, mm-hmm. and they're like, we quit, like, you know, that place was terrible, you're right, but, like, let's start a new thing. And I was like, yes, that's what yes. you should do, like a female comedy An thing. All women comedy do it. club. I um, love that ending, that was good. Yeah, and then they have a thing. But then where- we also get, I mean, I was watching the scene that the kind of how we end things with Bella, which is kind of what I thought they were going to try and have happen. I was like, is this going to be like a Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak situation? <laughs> like, Yeah. I was okay. like, Elizabeth's going to love make this. That connection. I didn't like make that <laughs> analogy. Um, that was the first thing I thought you would say. <laughs> no, no. But basically, they're leaving I the ending. I think about those two. 
I think about this too more than I care to admit and how I just want them they're, to work. I just want them to work out. Le- yeah, they're leaving the Anything But Clothes party and the, like, main editor guy, Eric, from yeah. the Catullin Club, he's, like, walking across campus. So she's like, oh, that's Eric. I'm going to go, like, talk to him or whatever. She runs over. Of course, she's in her, like, skimpy little, like, yeah. <laughs> like very cute Anything But Clothes caution tape dress. I mean, it was cute if I, sure. I was like, ooh, if I was, like, young 18, I would definitely wear that. Oh, hell um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. After a party, totally. Um, anyway, so it's like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, thanks for, you know, sticking up for me, all this stuff, whatever. Um, and, of course, it's like he, I guess, had been living with the other guy who was the co-editor. The it's like the creep guy. It's like his his apartment. So he, like, now is, like, doesn't have a place to live and he's, like, sorting shit out or whatever. You know, he's, like, talking about how everyone quit the Catalan and there's no one left or whatever. But then in the end, it, like, ends on a positive note where she, I don't know, it, like, leaves it open. The door like they're, they're, for, they're, they got something it's brewing like a, it's there. It's a little cute. Yeah, yeah. there's something brewing. It's, it's, it was cute. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. But I also like how Bella is obsessed with dating guys with abs, which I think is <laughs> <Yeah>. very funny. <laughs> oh, and then, okay, I wasn't going to get into Sam, but I love their little, when they have their little meetings in, like, the hall, residence meetings or whatever. Oh, yes. The first one, the, the head resident guy, who's, like, a Swedish guy or whatever, he's like, <laughs> let's go around and share... <laughs> share a time that you felt scared or something like that like it was like what kind of sharing circle is this what about your name where you're from that's like my biggest like nightmare a... by the way those yeah. sharing stupid circles yeah. i did like speaking of the ra i mean my personal ra i saw her one time and it was the first meeting we had when we first went and then i never saw her again for the whole year when we had problems we went to the opposite yeah, side of sure, the floor like, who our RA was. talk to our ra but anyway so um when he finds Kimberly and she's like studying or whatever and he's like you need to go out and go to this party he's like the first the parties during the first week of college is when like everyone makes their friend groups and then yep. the inside stories and then he told about the, how he missed one yeah, he's like I still <laughs> and then he was that. like there's a, yeah he was like they still four years later they do this inside joke and I still don't know what they're talking about and I think they're talking about me yeah <laughs> I know that was so funny because <laughs> I was like it really is so true but I also like when so in the in the first meeting they have like everyone just like like saying who they are and their secrets and the guy's like i'm gay i went through four years of high school like and i had to say it and then the other guy's like he's like oh cool i'm gay and the other's like yeah i'm gay too and it's like okay great <laughs> but then later it's about to be parents weekend yeah that was and so good. they have a meeting and they're like i think we all need to get straight our stories about what lies we've told our parents and you parents, just need to yeah. confirm and you know oh my gosh you know I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. So that everyone knows it was so funny. Yeah, and he was like, I can't be, there Ari was like, I can't be here for this. But also, speaking of Parents Weekend, I thought, I, now that we bring that up, I feel like that episode was the one where I was like, oh my god, I was like, I feel like we would have died if that was a Parents Weekend situation. Because oh it's god. Parents Weekend. The goal of Parents Weekend is for parents to come and take you and your roommates out, and or friends or whatever, out for free meals. Mm-hmm. This problem with the parents' weekend in this that ha- happens in the show is that all the parents and all the mm-hmm. four daughters go out to the same meal. No, 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 no. The maximum number of parent groups at a dinner is one. Yeah. <laughs> it's one set of parents taking everyone out. They should have done four dinners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, I was like it was that a is the problem. Situation. They broke they broke the cardinal rule of a parent visit at college is that it's just the one parent group taking out the friends and or roommates. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, and during that parents weekend, like she tells her parents Bella that she's in some sort of 
bio type class and then they find out that she's not and yeah it's all been a lie so that was one of the lies she's like <laughs> everyone my parents think i'm a biochem major yeah but um anyway so then we'll move on to whitney who is our star athlete yeah, um her mom's star. a senator so right, sherry shepherd for sure sherry shepherd yes love yeah. her speak love her speaking of the parents dinner she uh like has some great clapbacks to oh, yeah. um to Layton's, you know, dad's comments. Yeah, it's it's as clear like Republican versus Democrat. Yeah, like for sure. So yeah, it's this like back and forth barb session, and then whatever. But oh, also, well, parents' dinner could be like its whole entire episode. On I know, own. but like. Kimberly, what were you thinking by like paying with? Ah, that was uh, like how? Yeah. How did you think that was going to play so out? The mom would have to sign the card at some point. I know. Point. Like the again, plan she was, doesn't make. She doesn't think she's not she, a good planner. She's not good at plans. <laughs> he I even do, told her she's not good at plans. <laughs> I do like when she should have just paid for it, and then Leeton could have yeah exactly. Her back. Um, when the uh, Kimberly's mom gives all the girls like a purse hook, which I'm like, I would love that. I take a purse hook, <laughs> but then so they're all like. Leighton's mom's like, ugh, stupid purse hook or whatever. So Leighton comes out and, like, uses it really, like, oh, thank you so much. For-. She's like, oh, my God, this thing actually works. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a purse hook. <laughs> but anyways. Um, okay, so Whitney, she's a star athlete. She plays soccer. Uh, her mom's a senator. Her dad's, like, we don't really mean her dad, but he's a musician. Yeah. Deadbeat type of guy. According to her mom, I don't know. But anyways. <laughs> oh, immediately, Whitney. I'm like, what uh. are you doing, girl? immediately poor poor decisions we find out early on that she is sleeping with the assistant coach on the team here's my question that i didn't understand is like when did this relationship start when did it start that was my question i was like they just got to college i'm like was he the one that like recruited they they have like a summer did they have like a summer yeah i don't i don't know where they came early i was very confused i was like how did this how and when did this begin because like how old was she first practice how old was he when she began you know like yeah She's very confusing. 18 now, in theory. Yeah. Actually, I had so, like, that weren't when I went to college, so I don't know. Yeah, true. So it's already gross because it's like, ugh, no. I mean, yeah, he's gross. The whole situation's gross. And then a few episodes in, we find out that he is married. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. So it just doubles down ugh, on yeah, the terribleness. Yeah, coach gross. and player. Ugh, no. Gross, gross, gross. Yeah, so he's married, and she does the right thing at first because she's immediately mm-hmm. like, get the hell away yeah. from me, we're done, blah, blah, blah. But then somehow she gets in her head that, like, no other guys will like her because she's, like, too into soccer. And I'm like, what? Which is weird as hell. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But she she's does hook weird. up with Kanan, who is the yep. co-worker of Kimberly. I don't think she knew they were co-workers at the time, but, like, no. hooks up with him because she's pissed off at the coach guy. And then, so, but then she goes back to the coach, which I don't understand. The coach is like, oh, we're, we're gonna break up. Like, we haven't been happy for a while. I roll, I roll, I roll. Ugh. He takes her on some, like, date. Like, you know, it was a cute movie date, but he's a, he's a creep. But he he's can't take creep. her anywhere else because, like... Exactly, that's my thing. When he was like, come, you know, ignore... Like, don't do things with... The, bonding things with the team. Yeah. I was like, no, she needs to stay and no, do bonding things with the team. I know. Um, and he was like, I'll take... Like, I'm gonna... I have something planned. I'm gonna take her... I literally turned to Jai. I was like, I bet you. He's gonna take her, like, camping in the oh, fucking sure. woods. <laughs> I was like, oh, girl, like can't go anywhere else because you can't be seen in public. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I knew it. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, so then I think something happens with 
oh, okay, like, something happens with, she finds out the guy's team is, has, like, a sweeter mm-hmm. locker room than her, so she goes yeah. and tries to film it, similar they're, to what's yeah, happening. They haven't won a single game, but, yeah. of course, because they're a men's team, they have, like, all the swag and everything. Personally, yeah. at University of Texas, there was no men's NCAA soccer team, but that's because with Title Nine, I think because we had such a large football team, you know, they have the teams have to be equal. Mm. So they had a women's NCAA soccer team and just a men's club level team. Ah. Well, anyway, so she Diego, but... she accidentally films like the team <laughs> naked or whatever. So there's a whole yeah, thing. she's like live streaming. She like sneaks into their locker room, which literally looks out of like something out of the Premier League. Yeah, soccer. It looks very nice. And she's like live streaming it on Instagram and turns around and there's like a guy standing there and like <laughs> yeah. After coming out of the locker room. So the coach benches her for, like, two games, and the mom's pissed because she's a senator, and she's like, how dare you? And But then, like, the mom finds out, like, what she did. She's like, okay, never mind. But yeah, because the coach, the coach played by the actress from um, Judging Amy. Yes. Not yes. Amy Brenneman, but the no, 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 no. one that like, was, like, the friend, the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, well, you know, the re- you know, I hope. As long as you understand that we're having to take it so seriously because it could have been child pornography and all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. Jerry Shepard's character is like, okay, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Peace. Um, she's like, Whitney, we'll talk about this later. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but so anyways, because of that, the coach gets like nervous because the, the assistant coach guy gets nervous because he's like, if your mom finds out, blah, blah, blah. So he he breaks it off. So it's done. And it's like, okay, great. Good riddance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then... Um, so she's starting to hang out with Kanan, and they're, you know, having yeah, a good time. it's cute. And, and she's, like, bonded with her team, and, like, oh, I love her teammate, the her friend on the team. Yeah. I think her name's, like, Willow or something like that, who's <laughs> gay. But she's great. Love that character. Yeah. Um, but she finds out about it. She's like, Willow, you can't tell anyone, blah, blah, blah. And then, so... Somehow it comes out that the assistant coach was having an affair with one of the players. Like, someone saw yep. them kissing or something. And so Whitney tries to, like, down. But she's like, oh, no, I've never seen anyone like that and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But then it comes out that the bus driver saw him kissing a, one of the black players. And there's literally only two on the two. team. So, I mean, um, and it's her and her friend Willow, who's gay. And so it's <laughs> like, uh, okay. So she goes to the coach. And I actually really appreciate that the coach... Mm-hmm. did it this way because the coach made a report but didn't like give the player's name or anything um yep because she's like you don't need this following you around blah 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 and i was like great coach good yeah good job the coach was great but um we've i mean coach was great so she's like okay i think god it's not gonna come out because you know her mom's a senator all this other stuff and but then both coaches get fired even the good coach even the good head coach even the good like, head coach no but then it's kind of, it's a nice scene because I feel like she comes in and gives a speech to the team and she's like, it was me, you know, but like, and she expects them all to be like pissed off at her because the coaches got fired and they're all like, look, it wasn't True. your fault. Like, yeah, they were like, he was a creep. Like he took advantage of you. He's, it had come out that he had done it at other schools yeah. as well. So it's like, how old is this dude? If it's not his first coaching gig, like gross. Totally. I, so, I figured. I was like, predator I was vibes. actually surprised that there wasn't, like, another person on the team that he was, like, hooking up with at the true, same time. True. So, but then her mom comes, because she's heard about the player <laughs> thing, and the mom's like, was it you? And she's like, no, of course it wasn't me. And then she's like, it was my friend Willow. And then Will has to give, like, <laughs> she's like, well, I need to meet with this girl to make sure she's okay. And, 
you know. But it's like, what is what Sherry Shepard's character? Why do you have to meet with this girl? It literally like made no sense at all. But it was funny. <laughs> no, but then Willow gives this like whole acting like <laughs> this whole performance. But yeah, she gives a great scene. Yeah, then Sherry Shepard's character because she's a center, she gets asked for a picture by somebody, and while she's away from the table, she's like, "Should I switch to drama? Like, should I be a drama major?" <laughs> she's like, "I know, I'm amazing." Because then later, the mom's like, "Oh, just you know." I forget, like, what the mom was saying, but then Whitney ultimately confesses that it actually was her, and she's like, she's like, it wasn't Willow, but, like, she, she's like, I know, she's, like, an amazing, it was amazing, <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I can't explain it. Um, but then I feel like they have a nice moment where, you know, because I think Whitney, like, resents her mom, who would be in the senator thing, and being the public yeah. eye, and she, like, loves her dad, and the, the mom's like, I, you felt like you couldn't even tell me that this was happening and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like that yeah, they left that a in moment. a nice, nice yeah. spot. Um, so not much there on Whitney. I don't think there's much of a cliffhanger. She's kind of like hanging yeah. out with I Kanan. I hope we get some, yeah, I think they, I feel like she kind of messes things up with Canon and then she like apologizes. Yep. So I feel like they are going to get back on, on a good, good spot. But I think it's good also for her to like, you know, be expanding the friend group outside of the roommates and the team. Totally, so. totally. More, um, more side characters for us, really. That's totally. Um, okay, and then we have uh, our final main character. We have a lot of little side characters. We haven't even gone yeah. into all of them. They have some fun no. people that live on the floor. <laughs> um, you've got, like, a TikTok influencer that's in there as well. She's fun. She's in a lot of the convos. Okay, but last character, Leighton. Leighton, Leighton, Leighton. Our... Yep, so she's the younger sister of Nico, who we already yes, discussed. We did. She comes to school thinking she's going to be roommate- rooming with her two like, friends from high school or whatever, and come to find out, she walks into the room, and she's like, who are you people? And it's like, because the other three girls are there, and they're like, where are your roommates? She's like, this isn't, like, this can't be yep. right, or whatever. So she finds the room with the other two girls, She's and they're like, oh, no, we don't know what happened. Like, oh. like we filled out the form all the same, da-da-da. So the initial, like, thing we get of her is, like, of her being kind of, like, this, like, spoiled mm-hmm. rich girl, Yep. Being like, you know, my friends, what's happened? So she, like, goes to the resident's office and, like, is investigating. And the lady's like, yeah, you guys, you know, filled out your questionnaires and forms all the same. Except that there's, like, you know, explicitly have comments saying, like, don't. do not room <laughs> with with Leighton. Like, <laughs> I don't no, remember her you. character's last name. Um, so then, of course, she, like, immediately is, like, you know, of course, angry at that. But she, like that they just dropped her, but yeah. I feel like they were honestly just terrible. It wasn't, be- I feel like it wasn't no, because they were, of her. Well, the dad it said it best when he, when he said, they're kind of assholes. Like, the dad's yeah. driving her to um <laughs> to college, and he's like, it, it'd be good if you, like, because she's, like, we're trying to text them and they're responding, and the dad's like, you, yeah. you can expand your friend group, like, because honestly, mm-hmm. they're kind of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Which I will the, say that the actor playing her dad, I know he's, like, in tons of stuff, but I was like, ooh, he looks good with the icy white yeah, hair. I was like, good. it was cool. Yeah, he was good. Um, but he's like, yeah, so her family, like, all went to this college. Obviously, her brother goes there, so it's like, you know, whatever. There's expectations. Yeah, mega legacy expectations. And she likes yeah. to dress like a prep. I, I don't know. She's very preppy. Like, like, why is she like why is she wearing a Chanel suit as an 18-year-old freshman? Yeah, exactly. College? I'm like, what was she wearing? I can't even describe it. Yeah. I don't know. It's she stops dressing like that eventually, she does, but she does, to start, God. it's like it's like too too New England uptight. Like you're not Emily Gilmore. <laughs> well, I liked there was a scene where I think she's confronting the friends about why they wrote that, and the friends are like, maybe you just built something 
you filled out wrong or you're writing. And the dad's like, she's a really good writer. Shut up. Like, see what I said? Asshole. Like, he's like, listening. <laughs> so funny. Um, but anyways, the friends are like, no, we just, I mean, we were, we hung out, but like, you didn't feel like we were like ever really friends. Like you're holding something back. And I'm like, mm, okay. Um, so then she has to integrate herself with her roommates. She doesn't do a yeah. great job at first. She's kind of a bitch at the first. She's an yeah. asshole. Then she buys them all iPads, so. Yeah. It's like, okay. I would take a free iPad. Um. Oh, speak, yeah, that was her lie, right? It was that uh, Netta Porter is where you get books. Oh, yeah, she was yeah, like yeah. The, Her parents' weekend <laughs> lie. She was like, oh, I told my dad that Netta Porter is where you get textbooks. <laughs> so, yeah, there's so many charges on the card. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, yeah, so she, I feel like she's trying to find her spot in the school. She's like, you know, feels like she lost her friends. And she's, like, not quite gelling with her roommates. I mean, she would. Yeah. She would just give them a chance. But and she then does. she's also she also then has the shadow of, like, her older brother Nico, yeah. like, being a student there. And he's got all his, like, frat guy friends. And, of course, they're like, oh, man, your sister's so hot. And, like, you know, yeah. wanting to try and go out with her and all this stuff. So she's, like, trying to do her own thing. But then she's, like, just all the weight of her confinement on her and on her shoulders of these, like, alum expectations and i guess how far in did you make the realization about leighton being gay Uh, (laughs) yeah i didn't really think about it i guess until we actually get the scene where she's like at a bar she like is at a bar um on tinder and it's like she's like swiping yeah meeting i feel like i maybe had an inkling when she like left the party because i was like why would she leave the party or like when she was Mm. Anyways, but, yeah, so we find out in the first episode, I guess, if it's the first, I can't remember, but, yeah, she's she's gay, and she's very, like, secret, she's closeted, clearly, she's very secretive about it, no one knows, yep. like, her, whatever it is, Tinder profile, like, doesn't even show her face, she gets freaked out if, like, anyone knows she even goes to Essex, which is the college, yep. so there's definitely, like, underlying like hatred for oneself in there with her for sure i think um but she gets drunk after one of these hookups and she ends up getting like picked up for drunk in public or minor or whatever (laughs) so she doesn't get expelled or anything and she tries to like have her dad she's like she's like i can get up to twenty thousand, twenty thousand to like (laughs) get this to go away but she ends up having to work at the women's center which is run by from a show that we've talked about before oh yeah of course of course that was my first thought i was like oh look it's lily from it's dash lily and lily from dash and lily um so run by her and so they, they start with a bit of a combative relationship because layton's yep. like eye rolls at everything that happens because it's all about <laughs> you know um having a safe space and having a safe space and you know pronouns and you know all the mm-hmm. all the whatever so she's like, ugh, I roll. But she has to work there, like, 100 service <laughs> hours. And so she does, and what eventually. And she's learning. She's growing. And then yeah, there's a whole thing where somehow the the women's center goes to one of her brother's frat parties. Like, it's the yep. whole thing. And, by the way, they were going to, like, a drag karaoke thing, which sounds way more fun than a way frat party. Fun. Just, I would have gone to that late. Sorry. But, mm-hmm. so... Oh, and Leighton also is, like, trying to get into sorority. I feel like she just, like, so badly wants to, like, belong yeah. or, like, fit into this 
you know, cookie cutter. Very specific mold. Yep. Thing that her parents wanted her to. And so anyways, at the party, something goes wrong. The main girl, like, is leaving and she's like, you don't understand. You're just blonde, like, straight, whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not actually. And then Leighton kisses her and then they start this whole little secret, secret relationship. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, as secret relationships do, we were like, there's going to come a point where this is going to blow up in your face. Yeah, I mean, it's just clear that Leighton has to... I think li- the I'm just gonna call her Lily because I can't remember what her name is on the show. Yeah, I don't remember her character's name. Um, so Lily, you know, I feel like this happens in a lot of these relationships that you see depicted is if one person's in the closet and one person's not, the person that's not yeah. is like, I just like I appreciate you have to come out at your own speed and your own time, but like I can't, I can't be back in the closet with you. Yeah. Because, like, literally anything. Leighton, like, thinks the, the neighbor's looking at her weird when she, like, goes into the apartment and they take, yep. like, a weekend getaway and she takes a photo and Leighton's purse is in the back. It's just, like, she's on another level with the paranoia. Yeah. Yep. Um. So then she breaks up with her and Leighton's sad, obviously, and bummed. Um, but then we get a really nice scene at the end because Leighton, well, okay, also, before I get to that. Leighton is awesome because she, like, calls out her brother Nico. Like, yeah. she's finally, I think she, as the series goes along, she, like, befriends her roommate. She, you know, is helping them with things, like Whitney and the mm-hmm. whole coach thing. And and then, but they're keeping a secret. They don't tell Leighton that Kimberly's hooking up with her brother at first. She, like, finds out at this the big party where the girlfriend happens and there's a blow up. Yep. So then she goes to Nico and she's like, you need to apologize to Kimberly, like, today. And he doesn't do that. And you know what she does when she finds out he did not do that? <laughs> she goes to the frat house, pulls down the girlfriend, and says, Nico's been cheating on you. Bye. Yep. And I was yeah. like, yes, Leighton. That was good. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, you know, Leighton's depressed and crying because she had a breakup, as as you do. And um, Kimberly goes in and trying to talk to her. And then she, she comes out to Kimberly, and it was really nice and sweet. Yeah. That was a nice moment. And Kimberly's like, oh, Leighton, like, that's so, you know, you know, that it, was just, it was just a really nice scene, I think, you know? Um, especially since I feel like Kimberly is, as we mentioned, kind of like the most, like, sheltered person, mm. you know, like, in the group. Yeah, yeah. But it was just kind of like a nice, nice character moment. And Kimberly's just nice. Kimberly's just a nice yeah. person. She, so she means basically, well. Basically, I feel like, I mean... I, there is, like, a bit of passage of time, but I honestly feel like they barely even... It's definitely not even a whole semester has passed. Maybe, no, like, no, no. the quarter um, has passed. Um, and so we get lots of, like, good, you know, roommate uh, bonding into, you know, friend forming friendships. Yep. And, I mean, I really liked the show. I yeah, appreciated agreed. that it was from a, you know, college age perspective and also, um, you know, for the most part, a somewhat realistic depiction of what college is actually like unlike i, I need to have more fun in college is what i learned from the show <laughs> i mean I yeah i mean may, maybe me, i was I you know i i mean eventually i was in a sorority and then you know you go to parties and stuff so i wasn't necessarily doing that like the first week of my freshman year but like eventually but at least you know they go to these frat parties and it's literally in like a dingy ass basement and there's people playing beer pong and like it's not this like crazy you know thing where it's like you know something like um you know, Gossip Girl or, like, Euphoria or whatever where everyone's, like, 
it's just like next level yeah. and like mm, maybe we're just drinking like keystone light in a basement yeah right oh, they had totally. this they had that scene where they went to the frat party and kimberly was like um these are open containers do you have anything like in a bottle <laughs> or a can like... and the bartender guy's like no and but i honestly was like but you would though you would ha- definitely have cans of like natty light or keystone sure. light or like Coors light so I was like, you depending on what what region of the country you're in, yep. you would have at least one of those, um, you know. And if it's real fancy, it'd be like Bud Light or so Rolling like, Rock was a popular <laughs> one. Yeah, Texas Texas is all about the Keystone Light. So mm. I was like, hey, so I'm like, you definitely would be able to have gotten an unopened can of Keystone Light. True. So I was like, this is unreal. It's <laughs> funny because incorrect. I was thinking like freshman year was like the main year that I actually went to frat parties because there were a couple guys on our floor that join one so and we knew them so we were mm. like oh it's cool to go like you know whatever and yeah always had a nice time there it wasn't wasn't any like drama um yeah, no. but once the i feel like after that i was like no i have other people that are throwing parties <laughs> like house parties i don't i don't need to come to frat parties anymore but yeah um yeah so I it wasn't, it overall, wasn't like oh we're all like rich kids and we're gonna go have these like l- crazy parties and like next level clubs or mm-hmm. whatever like things super eye roll that is like not realistic so i appreciated that yeah um yeah i really liked it as well it t- did take a couple episodes for me to just kind of get into it yeah. i think there's a lot of character development a lot of character and... introductions at the beginning for sure yeah and i feel like it was more fun once they started i feel like a lot of the first couple episodes were the girls on their own there weren't as much there wasn't much interaction between them all and i think feel like mm-hmm. once once they started you know having those friendships and talking i feel like it was it was more enjoyable for me yeah. um but yeah so i don't really know if this has been renewed for season two i hope it has i hope so um it's so but good yeah, i think more people need to watch it and talk about it i don't really know why i feel like it's I feel like people have but i feel like it's also kind of flown under the radar a bit yeah says in december 2021 the series was renewed for a second season yes all right well at least get a second one great good good, good. Because we did great, end great. kind of on just, like, a plethora of cliffhangers. Yeah, I mean, well, now you've got me thinking that we've got to ship this whole Mindy-BJ Novak relationship. That's <laughs> Right? That's what I want to... That's, that's the sparks that I want to uh, investigate in season two, so... I don't know if he has the abs for her. Maybe he has secret abs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty trim, so... True. Secret abs. Secret abs. <laughs> I mean, everyone has abs. It's just whether or not they're, like, you know, visible abs. Well, I like the... They go to, like, a naked party, which, by the way, never heard of a naked what? party at college. Yeah. No. And the one guy on her floor is, like, doing a, uh, like, a spray tan thing for her and, like, giving her abs. <laughs> he's like, how dare you? This is professional, like... Level. Yeah. Level. Stage makeup. Yeah. But, yeah, so I would say if you haven't watched it... You have HBO Max or have some other way to watch it. Um, check it out. You know, it's a fun, fun college. It'll it'll help you relive your college years, or if you're still in college, yeah, it's fun. You can compare, compare and contrast. <laughs> it was a nice flashback. I was like, oh, college, I miss you. I miss you, college. Yeah, it was nice. Um, after a few kind of random shows over like the holiday time and you know Christmas movies, to actually watch something with like good writing. Yeah. <laughs> Like a good story. And like yeah. good story and good plot. So it was good. Yeah. Um, so I think next time, just if you wanna listen along with us or kinda of listen, what am I saying? If you wanna watch along with watch us. Along. Um, we're gonna be doing because season two was announced of Sweet Magnolias. Woohoo! 
is it Magnolias or Magnolia? I don't know. Whatever. It's on I Netflix. It's sweet, I think it's Sweet Mag... Ooh. I would assume Magnolias because there's three of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sweet Magnolias. We're going to say it is. That's what it is. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Season two dropping on Friday. I will admit uh, watching the trailer and I'm like, okay, season one ended on a mega cliffhanger and I feel like the trailer just completely evaporated that cliffhanger. <laughs> I mean, it sucks because I feel like- I was like, what was the point? <laughs> you and I had, this was like pre our podcast when the first season dropped and I feel like we had a really good conversation and I made all these fun predictions about the show <laughs> and I feel like that would have been perfect to been like, hey, look, my predictions came true or they right. did not come true, but I can't remember true. what they are now. So <laughs> it had to do with like the paternity of the one- of the Oh yeah, the prediction. I feel like that was the main one was the paternity of the- guy that works at the restaurant where you're like he's definitely the kid that they like gave up for adoption yeah a gazillion percent. but i predict that it's because it was like the newspaper girl who like hates the other girl but i predict mm-hmm. that because you know it's like the one girl has this boyfriend that like she keeps coming in and out of she i don't know i forget but like i was like he probably on one of their breaks he probably hooked up with the newspaper girl and they had this baby and she had to go away and get the baby and he doesn't know so that's my but anyways yeah um, but yeah, that's what we'll be watching next. Um, so if you want to, you know, have a combo with us, comment along, along as we... Some, some, you know, feel-good Netflix no-dramedy. Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be... Because it, there's really nothing no drama. that happens. Nothing yeah, will happen. it's great. It's great. You just it's need, fantastic. like, a cleanser for your brain, you know? It's just like... Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch it so you can comment along with us as we chat about it next time then please do that and um thanks for listening yeah until next time bye if you enjoyed this episode please rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform you can also follow us on instagram at my favorite sister pod or shoot us an email at my favorite sister pod at gmail.com bye, bye.